Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're ready to go. It's episode one of Serralo Sports Talk live from Radio Row leading up to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. And for the second straight year, my first guest of the week, none other than former Bengal Solomon Wilcott. Solomon, how you doing, man? Joe, hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I even brought my broadcast partner, Adam, with me. So we're here just hanging out on Radio Row. Um, sharing some good news, good information. Man, it's great to see you. And Adam Salvador is also here, former pro football player over in Europe. Great to have you on too, Adam. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, here on behalf of Vericell, you know, part of the Macy Ambassador Program. And uh, yeah, so unfortunately injured my knee a couple times over when I was playing. So first time was ACL, went back, rehabbed it. Um, so second year, thought it was just meniscus. Uh, turned out to be a little bit more serious than I originally thought um, once I got back to the States because, you know, it was in the middle of COVID, so kind of hectic getting back. Um, but, yeah, it turns out I had some cartilage damage, and my doctor had, you know, told me about this Macy procedure, which essentially they go in, right, uh, take your own cells through a biopsy, and they grow, you know, a graft to eventually go back in, and it matures into, you know, new cartilage for yourself. So, so you don't have that, you know, the bone-on-bone bone, uh, you know, whatever joint that you have it. Um, so yeah, I had that back in November of 2020. Um, so just a bit over two years and now I'm back doing to most of the things that I love doing in terms of active lifestyle. Well, it's amazing that you're getting back into it and getting fit and active again. Now, Solly, look, I've got a lot for you in a little bit. Well, I, I want to stick with Adam on this one. I've, I've had you on a million a times, Solly. So, so I, I know you want to talk. Yeah. You know, I mean, former high school quarterback, former <laughs> same thing, right. Playing over in Europe. Yeah. What was that experience like playing pro ball over in Europe? It, it was incredible. Right. Cause you know, we have, we have the ideas and, you know, all the ways that we play it. Right. right. And going over there, it's, it's a totally different experience because it's not necessarily weaved into their culture like mm -hmm. it is over here. Um, so there's certain things where you have to teach, um, where you kind of, it's always, it's already given over here, but, um, just a really good group of guys that I was a part of who just loved the game. And that was the best thing. And they treated me like family. It was, it really was incredible. It had to be incredible. How, how long were you uh, over there for? Yeah. So I played for, uh, two seasons. Well, one and a half. Cause, uh, obviously ended halfway cause COVID, but, uh, I mean, Hey, two years in, uh, in Spain, I've heard of worse living situations, right? Yeah. Sully, while we're talking quarterbacks, I actually want to ask you a question. And I'm going to give a shout-out to my co-host on Believe Me over on Stadium Network, Cordell Stewart, with this one. we got another Colorado Buffalo over here. That's right. How do you think Cordell's game would have translated in today's version of the NFL? Are you kidding me? He'd be – he was a star to begin with, right, uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody remember Cordell had a cannon, man. This dude could air mail it. Trust me when I tell you. And he could run like the wind. And – Remember, Cordell went about 6'3", 200-plus um, pounds. He, he he could run. And remember, he, that slash row, he could play wide receiver. He was just a pure athlete, but he was a really good quarterback. And so today's game, they would have tailored it, right, to the way that he played. More quarterback-designed runs, he was a perfect fit for that. Um, Half-field reads and all those other things, he would have been a, a bigger star, I think, in the NFL today. I couldn't agree with you anymore. I think yeah. the man was just ahead of his time. And absolutely. Do you think as great as a coach that that, that uh, Bill Cower was, do yeah. you think Bill Cower might have been the wrong coach for a quarterback like Cordell? No. I, listen, I, I can tell you right now, Coach Cower loved Cordell. Mm -hmm. um, Cordell, probably had he been somewhere else, they would have maybe not even let him play quarterback. Because remember, he started out as sort of that hybrid role, like Play, like slot back playing more of a, field. yeah, playing more as wide receiver. Yeah. And Coach Cower was a strong advocate 
to get him on the field as a quarterback. But now, but look, remember, Coach Cower started as a defensive coach. He was a special teams coach. He had an offensive coordinator. So he had to convince his offensive coordinator, give the guy a shot. Because right. I know for a fact Coach Cower loved Cordell, loved him as a quarterback. But you have to have offensive coordinators that buy in. The way Pittsburgh runs their organization, the ownership at the top has to, has to buy in. Right. So it's not just this, uh, you know, the coach telling everybody in the organization, here's what we're doing. Now, he – his voice weighed heavily on the decision, but it wasn't the only decision. And I think ultimately Cordell went to playing quarterback, went from the slash road to quarterback, because really the whole organization ultimately got behind the idea. And they ultimately bought in. Now, that's right. We're going to get to your Bengals. Obviously, you've got the Believe in Bengals podcast. That's Steve right. Backman right here on the Believe Network. Yeah. So we're going to get to your Bengals. But being an AFC North guy, mm-hmm. when you look at the Steelers this season, 9-8, a season that started off two and six. Yep. Is this Mike Tomlin's best job yet? I would say it has to be, right? Um, he inherited Big Ben. They ended up winning the Super Bowl. It was Ben's second Super Bowl. It was his first. Yeah. Um, but to be able to do what he did after Big Ben retired, to draft this quarterback from across the parking lot at the University of Pittsburgh and, and Kenny Pickett, um, but then to win. Remember when Kenny first started, he was throwing a high volume of interceptions, low number of touchdowns. By the time the season ended, he was throwing high volume touchdowns and a low number of interceptions. So he improved. The team improved around him. And that's just coaching, man. Mike Tomlin, um, I think as Bum Phillips said about uh, Vince Lombardi, he can take urine and beat hisin and hisin and beat urine. If you can understand that, right? In other words, he's that good. Yeah. He can win with any group of players that you give him. He's going to get the best out and the most out of them. I agree, man. I think he's the best coach in football right yeah. now. I mean, no disrespect mm-hmm. to greats like Belichick and everyone else out there, but I think right now, Tomlin's the guy. He's at the top. Phenomenal. It, I think one of the gauges of a coach, can I get the most out of the player? Yeah. Will they play hard for me? Yeah. And when I ask them to do things that I know is impossible, they're still going to go out and work their tails off to achieve it. I think that's what you saw with the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Absolutely. So now flipping things over to your Bengals. Mm-hmm. Why are we covering the Chiefs this week? What 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 went wrong for Cincinnati at the end of the day in that AFC Championship game? And obviously the penalty against Osai yeah. is the obvious. Yeah. But, I mean, Burrow didn't have his best game. What mm-hmm. went wrong there? I always say that's my guy there. <laughs> that's my guy. You know, I always say that you tell me what team is going to be the healthiest at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who's going to win. I'll tell you who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, if we could predict that, it, I'm telling you, it's a deciding factor. Right. It's, a, it's a war of attrition. Um, and when you take a look at the Bengals' last three games, um, pro- leading up to the uh, Buffalo Bills game, they lost one starter on that offensive line after another. All right? Lyle Collins first, then uh, Alex Kappa, and then Jonah Williams. Three consecutive weeks. Yeah. So, now, go look at the weeks prior to that. You had a run of, ten, of eight, nine, ten straight wins. And they're just dealing because that offensive line had finally solidified. I don't care who the quarterback is. If you're on your back, hard to make plays, right? And we saw Joe Burrow. So I thought Joe had a good game, did not have a, enough time to throw the ball, didn't have time for the routes to materialize. Um, you take any quarterback, just like the last Super Bowl with Mahomes. He was running for his life. Right. End up not having the best game. Blocking comes before touchdowns, not the other way around. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so you mentioned route running briefly there as a part mm-hmm. of what was going on last game. 
T. Higgins, one of the best route runners on the team, probably the yeah. number two receiver. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a Bengal next season? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You don't think they're trading him? There's rumors Chicago might come calling. Chicago can come calling. <laughs> um, first of all, I think the person to ask is not even the owner. Is ask Joe Burrow. Because you what Joe Burrow wants, Joe Burrow gets. He and that and listen, that, at the end of the day, that's where this organization they're they're all in on Joe Burrow. Um, and it makes sense to keep a T. Higgins because you're gonna have to either develop or go get another wide receiver. And you tell me what they're gonna uh, give up for T. Higgins. How many draft picks are they gonna give up? All the first round picks, they're gonna give a second or the Bengals are gonna keep uh T. Higgins. They'll have to go shopping elsewhere. I'm almost certain of it. I think it's the right thing to do. So yeah. Super Bowl 57 this week. Adam, I want to get back to you on this one, man. What do you think about this matchup? you got the number one defense going up against the number one offense, man. I, I know you're an offensive-minded guy. Will Mahomes get it done, or is it time for Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I keep going back and forth on this one because <laughs> it's, it's two guys who can really play at a high level. Um, but, I mean, I honestly doubted Mahomes a little bit last week, so yeah. I don't want to make the same mistake again. So I think I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs this I'm week. Ride with the Chiefs. Yeah. Two and one in the Mahomes ever in yeah. Super Bowl. Solly, how yeah. about you, baby? Well, you know, you could tell great minds think alike. Toji's my broadcast partner, so uh, no, I'm look. I think you could check almost every box at every position for the Eagles, except for two positions, the most important, the head coach and the quarterback. So I'm coming down. I lean clearly. The record speaks for itself with Andy Reid, right? over a second-year coach, and that's not any slight against Nick Sariani. But I think even at the quarterback position, um, Patrick Mahomes, you ask 32 teams in this league, what quarterback do you want to have the ball in their hands at the end of the game? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, no slight to Hurts. Right. Don't go making me a hater, right? <laughs> but it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's enough to provide a tipping point that makes them the victor in this game. There we go. Two smart guys, two guys both on the Chiefs, Adam Salvadori, Solomon Wilcox. Guys, thanks for being number one this year at Radio Row. Well, Joel, hey, look, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. And thanks for sharing some space with Adam. We want people to know where they can go. If they have any cartilage problem with their knee, go to the website at www.macy.com, M-A-C-I.com. This is the new innovative treatment. Former athletes, current athletes, weekend warriors like myself, you got cartilage damage. This is the treatment you want. There you have it. We'll be back with more Serralo Sports Talk specials. We're just getting started at Radio Row ahead of Super Bowl 57. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.